Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Fox News Radio. I'm Michelle Polino, and we're spending a few moments with Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith as they kick off the holiday season with their joint Christmas tour, which have become one of the most anticipated holiday events of the season. Amy, thanks so much for spending some time with us. First off, you've been doing this with Michael for a long time, touring together. Right. Well, I met Michael when I was a, a student at Vanderbilt, so I've known him a long time, and it's just like putting on your favorite pair of shoes. What surprises you the most about Michael? You've been touring with him for years. He is very silly, which is always fun. And I've never known him to be grumpy, not one day in his life ever, which I find shocking. You're also going to be joined on this tour with Jordan Smith. Oh my goodness. Whew. Yeah. If Michael and I are house shoes, Jordan is stilettos. <laughs> I think that's the quote that I will cherish forever. So, Amy, you've just released your first Christmas album in 20 years, and this is so great. Besides getting original songs, which I have to say I love when any artist gives us original holiday music, but you mix this album up with Christmas classics and originals, and the album runs the gamut of every emotion a person can have or has had throughout their lives during the holidays. From sad songs, missing somebody or not feeling involved or or in the Christmas spirit, to fun Christmas songs, to nostalgic songs. Did you go in with this idea of mine to cover all these emotions? Absolutely. Um, I did. I have done, my earlier Christmas work was lush, orchestral, um, almost royal sounding. And I thought, you know, 18 years later, to go back in the studio and I don't know, I just imagined a woman like me doing the last dish late at night by herself or wrapping a present or missing her mom. You know, just all those things. How you, I mean, how we, how we experience Christmas does run the gamut. How does your family influence your music? I grew up with a really beautiful family. I mean, we were far from perfect. You know, four daughters. There was the goody two-shoes, the hellraiser, somewhere in the middle, you know. And But it wasn't until I got out and really started doing a lot of extensive travel and touring at Christmas time that I realized my situation was rare. There are a lot of people that spend the holidays. Just there's the dreading going up to and then survival. And I just thought, man, we all need some good company. One of the producers I worked with, Marshall Altman, the first time we met about the songs... He said, well, can I play you my favorite Christmas song? And it was a song by the Pogues, an Irish band, about being hammered in the slammer on Christmas Eve. I know that song. Okay, it's fantastic. Yeah. And he said, I don't guess you'd want to cut this. And I said, well, I, I mean, I said, probably not, but um, tell me why it's your favorite song. And he said, well, I grew up in a house that didn't really celebrate Christmas. You know, my parents split up, and there was a big Italian family across the street. He lived in Queens. He said, across the street, you know, and... And they were raucous and Catholic, 
huge family. They would invite me over. It was a lot of excitement and craziness around the dinner table. He said they would even have a present for me. But at some point, I had to go home. And then I would just look out the window of my darkened house to their house. And I just said, well, let's write that song. And, and we wrote Melancholy Christmas. And here's the crazy thing. I don't engage in a lot of social media just because everything's kind of a trade-off. You know, there's only so much time in a day. But I was shown a post that somebody put right after that record came out. And she said, I was excited about a new Christmas record from this artist, but I was also sort of dreading it because the last three Christmases I have spent alone in my wheelchair, no one even calling. But she made some reference to, there's a song on here that I relate to. And then somebody responded to her saying, the last two years I have had nobody. Then somebody else responded. And then this community, they were saying, why don't we reach out to each other? That's what's good about social media. Yes, there are some good things. So it's not just uh, family, but uh, friends, musicians, songwriters all influence their stories, influence your songs and help to get you to the, the melancholy moments. My feeling about a vulnerable song is it's one way of saying, hey, jump in, the water's okay. And to write a song about loneliness at Christmas time is gives other people permission to articulate that. Okay, let's change the mood. Happy songs. One of the songs on the album is a uh, holiday classic, but you did something really unique and special with the song. You made it your own. Time goes by and Christmas lists change, but some things don't ever change, like the anticipation of being together. Christmas at our house is full of a whole lot of last-minute everything, because that's just our pace. You actually start talking to us on your rendition of Christmas Don't Be Late. And I loved it. Explain how that came about. Oh, great. Well, um, that particular song was rec- was uh, produced by Mac McAnally. He's like musical director for Jimmy Buffett. He's been around a long time. He's a great songwriter. But I had said going in with the three producer- producers I worked with, we just sat around a table, which they loved. They said, we always just produce solo like the whole weight of a project is on our shoulders and he said we feel like we should have a team jersey you know because yeah so um but i had said i love some old recordings i have of nat king cole and he would speak at the beginning or at the end of a christmas song that made it so unique and i said i would love to have some talking and i i talked in a silly way and i talked in a you know just storytelling way but I just talked, and then the producer flew it in. So I wasn't, like, talking over the music. I was just telling some stories. Music is such a, it's, it's such a unique gift to give. Um, and when you get together with a bunch of musicians, that, when that gift comes together and it pours out, it's such an amazing feeling. And yeah. that, I think that's what connects people to it. It's, it's that... Ability. Now, you're, you're embarking on this tour. We're in, a, we're in a tense time in this country right now. How are you feeling going on on the road? How, how, what do you want to say to people during this time? Oh, my goodness. Every possible emotional experience is being, um, is being had by Americans. And 
what I hope is that the better angels of our nature, um, no matter what your vantage point, that each of us would say, a better America begins with me. Am I willing to love the person next to me? I think this might be easy to love the person next to you because Michael W. Smith, what is it like touring with Amy Grant? Well, I just like her, period. (laughs) I mean, we've been friends for a long time. I got my start uh, opening up for Amy Grant in the fall of 1982. That's how long ago. 34 years. And toured with her from till 84 for two and a half years we toured on the lead me on tour in 88 89 we've done christmas tours together on and off we've toured together doing the pop thing together she's just a great friend and i love her dearly and so and we both love christmas you know we both like a really i mean it's obvious we've both done four christmas records each you know so and so it's our favorite time of the year and so it's not um it's not difficult you know, it's almost kind of too good to be true. We we get out. We our biggest our biggest challenge of the night is to not cry. <laughs> we we get nostalgic, and I get all teary eyed, and I can't look at her, and she can't look at me. And I mean, it's just be, it's a beautiful thing. And then not only got us coming back together, we got a great team. We got Jordan Smith from The Voice. Oh my word, the guy can sing. I've never heard anybody sing like it. And then you're backed up with this magnificent orchestra, and it's, the whole night's sort of magical. It's sort of we're going to take you on a little ride through Neverland or something. And being a very faith-based singer, uh, this is a particularly special time, the holiday season. That, this time of year, it does, well, obviously, the, those who uh, of us who are God followers and believe in, in this magnificent love story, you know, or this baby who came into the world who happened to be the son of God, which is just mind-boggling, in a, just to think about it. But even people who don't believe that there's seem to embrace the season on some level. And I just think it's just so incredible. You know, you walk through a mall and you hear Hark the Herald Angels sing, you know, or Away in the Manger. And, and everybody knows all those songs, you know. So I think there's something very captivating about it. And, and I think that people probably reflect during this time probably like no other time of the year. And so I think it's a great opportunity to... You know, at least for us to be able to sing this music, get out and, and do what we do every night. And I know there's going to be somebody here tonight. Here we're in Hollywood, opening night, Dolby Theater. Somebody's going to come in who's really struggling. And I believe they're going to walk out feeling renewed and feel like, you know what, there's hope for me. And maybe they reconnect with why they're here. And thank you both. Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith for spending a few moments with us. Christmas tour tickets are now on sale. They are touring the country. You can go online to amygrant.com for more details. I'm Michelle Polino. Thanks for listening. This is Fox News Radio. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.